Hello, this is Avnish and Vedant from Grassroot Duo, and you're listening to Going Grassroot. Let's get started. So yeah, it's been about fourteen days, but it's good. We have uh, again so much to talk about, and. First thing is that obviously uh, daily news, and uh, we are going to talk about Premier League returns, then La Liga, then its fixtures, the few follow-up, uh, you know, uh, topics which are Newcastle, where we talked about how Salman is going to take over and the problems behind it. So that's quite interesting as well, and yes. we have some interesting transfer rumors. Yes, we've got some transfer rumors, some transfer deals which have been done. Yeah, and uh, in the second segment, it's a topic which is connected to all of us because everyone plays FIFA, and how we are going to talk about how FIFA and uh, social media actually influences or affects football and football players, and that's going to be interesting. And we yes. have another announcement to make because we are going to launch a new show. and we will tell you all about it uh, so stay tuned uh, yes so yeah so to start uh, i would like to just uh, follow on the newcastle issue which we discussed so basically newcastle uh, mike ashley has said uh, that i don't want this club anymore and then saudi people are like i am going to take that club and they have invested and it's a potential deal which could happen um The, but there have been certain complications yeah, yeah. in the, the recent days yeah the the crown prince is saying i want tino cavani and uh, pochettino <laughs> and everyone else uh, the players i know who are above 90 ratings uh, i'm going to bring them to newcastle but that all depends on this deal and the one thing i noticed is that uh, there is the premier league has supported people uh, the human rights people and many people who have filed against this move and premier league has supported them in some way or another and the issue right now what is happening is uh, they are saying that uh, it's not about uh, how saudi arabia has treated their uh, human rights but it's about how illegally they have played premier league uh, matches and how illegally they have played uefa and la liga matches but obviously premier league is concerned about their games on their tv yeah. channels and they haven't bought the rights like uh, star has in india but they haven't bought the rights and that's why premier league is opposing this move so um, basically no but uh, i recently read this i don't know if it's true but uh, the as we discussed in the first episode uh, that bin salman bin salman had you know is known for uh, murdering a journalist in saudi yeah. arabia uh, jamal khashoggi right yes yeah so uh, his fiance uh, of he she has uh, written to the premier league that uh, they should uh, block the new the uh, they should block the move and they should not allow bin salman to take over and uh, the premier league have replied to it by saying that they'll consider it yes yes that's what i'm saying premier league has supported it supported whoever has gone in and said that you know we are filing this and we are we are opposing this move and they have supported it but the original case which premier league are uh, bringing in on the table are that yes. you have played our games illegally and that's why we are going to maybe block this move we we still don't know it still might happen but uh, so that's it so premier league is they'll they'll i think they'll uh, block it yeah they, i don't know they'll block it obviously newcastle fans would be uh, they'll be disappointed, disappointed but 
yeah yes but obviously you have to think about a lot but uh, newcastle can be a little happy because henry maurice is a business tycoon in america and he's he's in the back door waiting that when the prince goes and he's disappointed i'll go in and just bid and take the club so there's new yeah, owners, but, uh, but he's he's american yeah he's american and but american owners yeah <laughs> and i'm speaking from experience yeah. even you might relate to it they are not as good as saudis they, yeah saudis uh, say that you know you want the money i'll give you and americans say you want the money no i'm going to give it to my kind of football and that's nfl yeah they they invest in their uh, other club they yeah nfl clubs and yes uh, so yeah that's it so newcastle can uh, you know the fans can still hold on so that and uh, we'll talk about uh, of course uh, the only league uh, the major european league going on right now bundesliga uh, bayern won 4-2 at the weekend against leverkusen and dortmund won uh by one goal to nil but uh if bayern win their next two games yeah. or uh, if they win their next and dortmund lose they'll uh, win the uh, they'll win the league like as soon as next week yeah and if they... so if that, that's a big plus for them because uh, the champions league will be returning in the next month and uh, so they can solely focus on the champions league so it's a big plus for them and uh, psg because their league has been cancelled as well yeah yeah that, that's uh, i think even champions league we have some news that when it's going to start and they are going to have a mini tournament right in uh, portugal uh, yesterday i went on and tried to look what's happening and i think it's i have a concrete maybe source that they're saying that it's going to uh, uh, be carried out in lisbon in one stadium it's going to be a one leg tournament quarter final semi final we Still don't know it's yet to be confirmed, but like, as you said, I think PSG and Bayern have a huge. Okay, wait. You're saying Lisbon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I read. Uh, no, no. Okay, yeah. The Champions League. Uh, for the Europa League. Uh, Frankfurt's. Uh, the mm-hmm. Frankfurt Stadium is. Uh, you know, they have. Uh, they're planning to hold a mini tournament for the Europa League in Frankfurt Stadium. Uh, which will. Uh, you know, have eight teams and. Uh, they'll continue it because football has resumed in Germany. So for the Europa League, they'll be doing it in Germany, and for the Champions League, maybe in uh, Lisbon, as you say. But yeah, to continue on your point, I think PSG has this this one year. I think they have this it this year that they have a full you know uh, full fit squad, and they are already you know the league is concluded. Obviously, in every season, the league is yes. They are yes, but the one point, uh, the one thing that could go against them is they are they've they haven't played any game. since a, a long period of time bayern have been playing regularly so their players are match fit i think so that could go yeah, it's on, upon the management now if whether they can arrange few friendlies before uh, this because arsenal have managed to arrange a friendly with chelsea yeah but friendlies they can arrange friendlies but friendly you can't compare a friendly and a champions league quarter final right because a friendly they'll arrange with some uh, Their their uh, league two it's, team or something like that. Isn't the rest PSU versus re- best of the rest league one whole squad? You yeah, so that that will be good. In one team, we don't mind that. That's sort of you know, but still they will win. PSG will still win, but still that will be interesting to watch. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So PSG and Bayern have a good chance, and 
and uh, la liga is returning as well on 11th yeah so la liga is before premier uh, today actually today <laughs> oh it's today i mean that date yeah we we've been a long time away from this so it, it is getting and uh, you know the hype for uh, the bundesliga is gone now because everyone yeah. is waiting for the premier league to start as we have got the news and even fpl is back yeah yeah so <laughs> life is finally getting better i would say yeah uh, so i am i have fixtures with me i'm not quite seeing any excited exa- like huh. so yeah uh, i have uh, la liga fixtures in front of me and i'm not quite seeing any interesting uh, but uh, there is atletico madrid versus atletic bilbao on sunday so that's an interesting game even uh, sevilla real betis that is tomorrow that could be an interesting game but otherwise it's pretty much you know la liga yeah everyone is going to you know just watch the madrid and barca games because it's a, it's a title race between them this season so mm. uh, like it's not like the other seasons where barcelona is leading at the top and the madrid is not even in the race so this season can be considered as a you know competitive season yeah but i think real madrid should consider this as an opportunity because they have to win this season because barcelona and if madrid cannot win this season i am uh, sincerely going to doubt what are they going to do when barcelona builds up a team which is going to be one of the best so i think it's an i don't think that's going to happen because we'll discuss it later but after messi leaves they have a big big hole to fill big but i think if you consider that uh, you know other maybe maybe they they might have one bad season where they finish third fourth but you know this it's barcelona even though their management sucks right now but they yeah their transfers are you know they they do it very weirdly they overpay a lot and then the players that they buy they don't perform so at the moment it's you know it's all about when messi retires and they'll just be uh, hoping that it isn't anytime soon because if that happens in the next season or two then they are going to be they won't be able to compete in the champions league and even in the league because real madrid is getting stronger due to their academy mm-hmm. and the players they buy so, yeah if and if you want me to describe how i feel about barcelona management i have one word i i feel it's kind of like communism because there's there's this uh board which says something and everyone has to follow it and they hire managers who are good listeners and that's why they are suffering a little bit and messi is the only voice that can be heard right now if if messi says something the voice goes upward when he yeah but that's the irony of the situation like messi isn't the one you'd expect to raise his voice against something he's he's not like he's like he's soft spoken and you know we've just, we assume that he's of a different nature as compared to other players like the leaders like uh, they had carles puyol yeah. or you know the aggressive ones he's not yeah. aggressive so uh, moving on to the premier league which is uh, very interesting right now and uh, yes they uh, conducted the covid-19 tests uh, i don't know the four or five days ago and uh, there were no positives in it so mm-hmm. that's a good news so that the league can restart because earlier there were two or three cases regularly but this time there were no positives yeah 
so that's a good thing and uh, maybe uh, players like Troy Deeney and everyone they might uh, take one step and say it's fine now uh, so yeah there yes yeah. i think the first huge fixture for us anyway is manchester city versus <laughs> arsenal yes i'm going to get excited to actually record a podcast after this because it's going to be a different one right we are going to talk about games we're going to talk about uh, players and you know uh, we don't have to it's at the emirates right i mean it doesn't matter but still see whatever it's in etihad stadium and that no it's at the etihad so, okay It probably plays a role because Man. we don't have the uh, you know uh, pressure of. See, see, you can be optimistic. I can, uh, you know, I can understand that because you support Arsenal, but you have to consider that Manchester City have Laporte and but, Sane but back as well. That you know, Arteta is a smart manager, not like Unai Emery. He knows what he he must have seen every type of teams who have beaten City this season, and I think. Arsenal are going to say, uh, you know, they are not going to be ashamed of playing that kind of football against City. They are going to sit back. They are going to wait for that opportunity. And yes, we they they are going to play counter-attacking football, and they can be quite good due to the pace up front. But no matter how much of a mastermind Arteta is, he cannot change your defense just before the game. You're going to have David Luiz, Mustafi, and Socrates defending for you. Uh, it's the first game, and I'm going to say that Arsenal are going to win two one. And yes, if they win. <laughs> It's going to be four one to Manchester two one to Arsenal. But now moving on, you have a like we we okay. might decide that you know we'll record on Saturday after this huge game. But we have another huge game, and that's Tottenham United. And yes, and it's on my yes. birthday, so I'm like very excited. Yeah, so uh, probably the best gift would be Tottenham winning one nil from me. That that's the gift. <laughs> yes, a, a classic Jose win. Park the bus and score a goal, but that's not going to. It's you know, uh, it's not about uh, supporting United or something, but it's actually going to be an interesting game because Tottenham have uh, Harry Kane, Son, like everybody's back for them, and we have Pogba, uh, Rashford, and we have all our players fit. They have all their players fit, and it's going to be a classic game because Jose versus Ole, the man who took his yeah, job. Yeah, it's going to be in and uh, I'm. Uh, psyched to see uh, Bruno Fernandez and Pogba. And Pogba is this kind of guy. Like if he performs, he he will change the entire game. But he doesn't. Uh, but we we see. You know, uh, you saw the game. Uh, not not the entire game, but uh, the last season where uh, United beat Tottenham one nil. That Pogba assist yeah. to Rashford. Yeah. So that was the uh, like that was the one moment which decided the game. Yeah. and that was without bruno that was without uh, maguire or van bissaka this time we have good players so it will be very yeah. interesting uh well but i i still think that pogba is going through the ozil phase right now where everyone's saying that if he performs it's incredible and he'll change the game man but they, he gets a lot of undeserved criticism from everyone yeah uh some some of it is undeserved some of it is but um i think and uh, for the first time it's going to be premier league every day and it's going to be so exciting yes and sunday we have this uh, merseyside derby again so we have to record on monday 
Yeah, and Liverpool can win the title uh, if Arsenal beat Man City, as you said, two one. Then Liverpool can win the title if they and beat Everton. Win it at Goodison Park, so that that will be. Yeah, that that will for their fans be the ultimate moment, like winning their first Premier League title yeah. at Goodison Park. Yeah, that will be an ever. But uh, the same kind of thing uh, happened uh, two years ago against. Uh, The Manchester derby, uh, City had the chance to win against United, but we came back and won three two. So you can't uh, deny that Everton won't do the yeah, same. Yeah, Everton made upset. So uh, a a quick roundup uh, to lower leagues, and finally the League One, League Two championship. They decided that uh, it's not going to be points per game; it's going to be season uh, cancelled. Like like not cancelled, but like over. Season is over. Our season is over. Yes, 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 and no relegations and no promotions. Actually, no. Uh, is it confirmed because uh, Tra- uh, uh, Tramier Rovers manager, not manager, I think the owner, he said that it's very unfair for them because they are going to get relegated. I think there are promotions and relegations, and uh, yeah, I can confirm it that promotions and relegations are going to be there in championship. Oh, so that's interesting. It's weird because of the leagues which have been cancelled. They haven't had, no, no, wait. Uh, yes, yes, they've yeah, had relegations. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a con- it's confusing times because uh, there are. And again, now just to round up, not taking too much time. Leeds United have finally won the league, uh, the championship. They're going to be back in the Premier League next season, along with West Brom, Fulham, Brentford, Nottingham, and Preston. Uh, the they the championship, the championship also yeah, cancelled yeah. this season. I thought that they're going they, to play. They cancelled it, and uh, that's what. And but they 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 will still have playoffs. Fulham, Brentford, Nottingham, and Preston. They will play the playoffs for the third spot. Man, it's going to be really good when we beat Leeds yeah. United next season. <laughs> yeah, Leeds United. Well, they they should. Leeds United have the potential to stay a few few seasons and then try. They have yeah, but they Leeds have a great manager and some pretty good yeah. players. In the squad, so they won't be relegated, but they'll be mid table. Yeah. So, uh, Charlton, I feel bad. Uh, they get relegated. Uh, they are twenty second with just. Hey, uh, just to update, we missed something. Championship isn't cancelled. It's still going to play. The games are going to start on Saturday, but we are right about League One and League Two. Enjoy the rest of the broadcast. Two points behind Hull, who are just uh, one position above them. And if you think uh, Stoke City is in seventeenth position with forty-two points, so just three points difference yes. between seventeenth and twenty-second, and Charlton get relegated. So that's yeah. yeah, we talked about this that it's very unfair for you know teams who have been uh, one or two points behind the ones uh, who are actually staying up and the ones who are getting relegated. Yeah, it's unfair. Uh, very and. Uh, Moving on to League One, uh, Tranmere Rovers. As said, they have. I I know why the owner was upset because they are three points behind AFC Wimbledon. They have one game in hand and they have won the last three games. So they were on a roll and they they could have just avoided the drop. Uh, but right now they they will not. So that's sad. Uh, and obviously there's nothing. Uh, not Swindon Town actually. They they are a very old club. They might. They are. So that's yes. it. That's the roundup from the leagues, and we will uh, talk about uh, transfers. And it's uh, basically all about Chelsea because they have 
snatched Timo Werner from Liverpool's hands. Basically, like literally, they've snatched him, and uh, they're they're also uh, going to sign uh, either of Chilwell or uh, Tagliafico. And uh, if they get another centre back or a goalkeeper, then they will be a very strong yeah, team. Yeah, Tonana is on their uh, radar right now from Ajax. He's he's going to be uh, a Chelsea target. And uh, I read that they're uh, even going to bid for Kai. Hammers, yeah, yeah. Seventy-five million. But uh, actually, uh, I read this. Uh, the United have been uh, interested in. They've been inquiring about Kai Havertz, and it was confirmed by a. Uh, Taiwan shows, and even uh, Van de Beek, they have been uh, inquiring about those two. But as we all know, uh, United they never wrap up deals. They're just interested <laughs> FC. They're just interested yeah, yeah. in players. You uh, the young sand- defensive midfielder uh, from Brescia, Sandro Tonali. He's been uh, he's going to move to Inter. Like the details are yet to be completed, but Inter yeah, will most I likely think- get him. I know you have been just shouting to everyone that Tonali he's he's one of the best he's he could be one of the best. he's actually very good if you see their games he, his corners are mad like he's one of the best young defensive mm-hmm. midfielders right now they, uh, they compare him to uh, Pirlo like not just his defensive game but also his passing hey, ability oh ericsson if if he's that good in uh, vision and passing i think ericsson and he would be an incredible force for inter Yeah, the Inter have a lot of midfield options. Yeah, and I I also heard that uh, United have now given up on Sancho. And no, no, no. That's uh, that's just the haters speaking. We are, we are going to get one player for sure, uh, in the transfer window, and that is going to be Jadon Sancho. And uh, another uh thing that uh, PSG are not going to renew uh Thiago Silva's contract after the UCL year. Thing ends, so he's going to leave after what I guess eight yeah, years at the club. Uh, at you know he's what thirty five or something, and he he has had a illustrious career. He but... yeah, he was at Milan first, and then PSG. Yeah. So it's quite. It was but, a great career. He won a lot of very time. bad about uh, PSG players. You know when they. You know they are a team who have not won a Champions League and they have world class players and they have players like uh, they should have won the Champions League but yeah but you never know this mm-hmm. season might be and uh, yeah Mbappe would be I think one of the if if he wins the Champions League this early he has won everything before he turns twenty two so that yeah he's literally just a Ballon d'Or mm-hmm. away from uh, you know completing a career. An entire football player's career in just what three, four yeah, yeah. years, which will let's see. Let's hope that doesn't get to his head and he still, you know, remains humble. Uh, I'd like to talk about a stat I read the other day, which was um, in the nineteen ninety three ninety four season in the Serie A, AC Milan won the title by scoring only thirty six goals. Okay, just thirty six goals in thirty four games. So that is like one goal per game, but in the same season, Udinese and Atalanta got relegated despite scoring thirty-five goals. Wow, that really just thirty-six. So it must have been just one nil, one nil, one nil sort of. Yes, and like thirty-four games and thirty-six goals. It's like you know, just uh, drawing most of the games and scoring a goal a game. 
and these two teams scored 35 goals but they got relegated uh, did milan have like maldini and nesta yeah their uh, defense in... was their defense was the main reason for their yeah, title win but still it actually tells you how how important your defense is like to win titles yeah. as sir alex said uh, attack wins you games but defense yeah, wins you titles that because uh, you can't just keep outscoring uh, people you have to somewhat you have to uh, keep some clean sheets every game is not going to be an open game it, it it's going to be caged and that that's where your defense comes in that you can't concede and yeah and earlier uh, the defense was the main priority like they didn't have such high scoring games yeah. that's why the defenders used to win ballon d'ors earlier like not like now but never mind and uh, another interesting fact uh, i think you must have read about it uh, fc porto uh, their league uh, the portuguese league also started and the first goal for fc porto uh, was scored by a player <laughs> named corona <laughs> Yeah, yeah. he's the right back or right midfield but the irony in this is like, the first player to score for them was yeah, named that, corona that's funny man that's really funny. so yeah and uh, another uh, the last thing before we move on to the next segment uh, on uh, th- i guess two days ago uh, yesterday or uh, the day before sunil chetri completed 15 years of international football for india so mm-hmm. a big shout out to him for serving his country and giving us some uh, moments to celebrate as indian he's, fans he's basically been the best player in the last 15 years and he, he also had a chance to play f- uh, in europe but he declined he Uh, yeah so an interesting fact about chetri actually i was listening to a discussion over there that he was actually contact contacted by banjli and he went there but uh, because of some visa issues and you know even our aiff issues uh, he wasn't uh, taken into the first team they were actually saying that you know the scout actually said that he is one of the he could be one of the uh, huge as and you have to take him and obviously they preferred that you know if he's that good England, Spain, Portugal, Italy might have the similar kind of players. So why are you going through all these complications? Just bring in someone from Europe. So European clubs also have that mentality that you know they want players. like like the guest yes. the other day said we had yeah and he said yeah, that the European clubs want players from European countries that willing yes and uh, I don't know if it's a rumor or. Uh... something but i read that uh, even rangers had mm-hmm. offered sunil chetri yeah, a contract he, yeah he, he even uh, he was even there in sporting cp's academy right so uh, that's that's something that has achieved i mean we yeah. hope that future indian players might uh, you know get an opportunity wherever they want but yeah so uh, should we move on now is it time to go to the next segment because it is all about Yes, yes, yes. Topic. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, FIFA and uh, social media. Uh, in- yes, uh, we've uh, we talked about this in the last episode with uh, Piyush that uh, that everything is football is not just about goals and assists. It's much more complex than that, and it involves a lot of other factors which we as fans we don't take into consideration. And uh, this is. i don't know what to say but this is like unfortunate for the players because we sometimes unfairly judge them 
based on just uh, their performance on the you know yeah, on just yeah. one game uh, most of us just look at the stats of a certain player and if he's got more goals than the other he automatically becomes a better player than the other no matter how much the other uh, player has worked hard we don't consider his work rate on the field or you know uh, the other factors we just look at the goals and assists and the other yeah, stats and, uh, an example where uh, yeah it, it's probably you would know this that michael carrick was about what 83 or something in fifa 13 and all and i'm sure that 90% maybe not yes. united fans but uh, other other players who are picking united must have sold him after one or two years and i'm sure of that because he was aging and you know but no one yeah that's uh, that's one thing that we uh, we just have this we have developed this mentality basic only due to fifa that once a player approaches his 30s he automatically becomes uh, a bad player or it's time for him to move to china or some other country because uh, on fifa the rating starts to uh, decrease and we've just developed this mentality ki if a player is uh, approaching his 30s he's gonna you know start performing badly on the field and but it's not true because we've seen players like ibrahimovic or there are lot of other defenders or midfielders who have been uh, performing despite turning yeah yeah and uh, just to complete the story that uh, I, even i was uh, like you know i took carrick and i just benched him and i didn't play him that much in fifa because obviously fifa's mechanics are different but i'm telling or talking about the mentality and then i got to learn that you know he is a kind of he was a kind of player who would uh, pass the ball in front of the player so just to keep him moving in the game so he would even if, yes carrick yeah. so is very underrated fifa like you were talking about that if someone someone is 79 and his potential is about 85 to 6 in general discussions people don't quite consider them but if someone is uh, you know a potential of 95 or 96 and all and people are again just talking about him and that that happened with hachim mustur as well uh, if anyone would know he was the ac milan prodigy and people were like you know he's destined for champions leagues and yeah and, yes, and yes, yes, social yes, media erupted around him that oh, th- th- he's a one of a kind player like it puts a yeah, lot of he, pressure he on the player as well that uh, actually uh, it got into his head and he he didn't you know he he started seeing himself as one of the best players and that's why he didn't train that well he you know that that sometimes happen when if millions of people are praising you you kind of think that way and that's what happened and then he went to malaga he failed he went to some third fourth division in spain he fa- failed there as well and he's nowhere right now so Yeah, he's not in the Euro uh, major European leagues. He's in some, he's some other country. Yeah, and yeah. even there, he's not playing. He's uh, mostly on the bench or something. So yeah, that's uh, something. And another thing, uh, you know, when you uh, play FIFA and uh, uh, a player's position is centre midfield, you be, you just play him at uh, centre midfield in FIFA, and you don't. Uh, think a lot about it but when it comes to uh, real life and the same player playing uh, you assume him to be just a midfielder and if he starts uh, if the manager plays uh, him in some other position you just automatically start to think that you know he's not going to perform there he's going to perform badly and no matter how good he does you just say that it's not his original position he should play in his original position and uh, the player who is Uh, meant to play in that position yeah, should play so in his position. Yeah, so basically the point is that 
uh, I think the games like FIFA, PES, and you know even Football Manager, they are kind of influencing. It's not yes. bad. Obviously, they don't mean to do that, but it's happening that around the world people are trying to judge players by the ratings in uh, some uh, electronic games, and uh, I think that should not happen. Obviously, uh, games are of for fun and all. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know when players, uh, play not players, uh, fans or people, you know when they're debating on social media, like uh, Messi is a right wing on uh, FIFA, right? So uh, if they just assume that he's gonna play right wing every game, but he can play at the number ten role, he can play as a center forward, he can play multiple positions, but they just they just don't have uh, like they don't admit it. They just say that no, his position is right wing, so he has to play right wing, and he'll do better at right wing. So they're just very ignorant and, uh, when it comes to stuff like this. Social media, I think, uh, like you know, uh, even social media when uh, channels and uh, you know some social media handles promote a player and they 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 kind of present him as the next Messi and Ronaldo and. I think yes, yes, uh, yes. it's not bad in that sense, but again, it brings a lot of pressure on the players, and even we as a uh, sort of think like you know, yeah. So obviously, Haaland. Yeah, yeah the uh, player people on social media they have the uh, like on Twitter they have certain agendas against certain players, them. and uh, you know they support a player, and when they start uh, tweeting against a certain player. And we start reading them on a daily basis. We develop our mm-hmm. opinion according to those tweets. So, if a person is uh, tweeting a lot against, uh, let's say, uh, a certain player of uh, a team that he doesn't support, we start to think that yes, he's a bad player, and we start hating him as well, which is very bad yeah, for yeah. Uh, and, today's uh, generation. Sort of things happen like uh, uh, you know a, a Kante sort of. Engolo Kante was not even seen and uh, you know anywhere. But when he came to Leicester, then people started to you know promote him as one of the best. And again, some sort of things. Even flip side, what happens is that few players are promoted and few players who uh, are non-existent in social medias and social media photos, they are actually very good. Like you said, Ronaldo yes. and even Lucas Torreira was nowhere when uh, before he joined Arsenal. Uh, people talking about. Him and people yes. were talking about, uh, you know, other players. And even I think I would like to mention uh, uh, a channel here that uh, he, they have a daily news show. And he said that uh, he was talking about Kalibali, uh, the Kalidu Kalibali man. The, yes, the yes, Kulabali. And he said that you know United are going for him, but do you really would like to go uh, for a defender who is 29 years of age? And I was like, obviously. Uh, even if you play hundred million for him, it, how can you assume that after turning thirty, he's not going to be of any use? Thiago exactly, and defenders are, have like uh, three to four years after turning thirty, like they perform and well with modern, for, uh, uh, you know, modern techniques and modern diet. People can actually go and play more than what they could uh, ten years ago, and that's what is happening. And if I don't mind if if United spends hundred million on Kolebali and they think they, he's that good. Uh, you cannot assume that after the after two seasons, thirty-one or thirty-two, he's going to be bad, and no one can, no one will take him again. But what if he turns out and he plays till thirty-five, thirty-six, and he he is that 
kind of a player still so you you, you... exactly you you know what happened with uh, van persie right he was 29 only when uh, united signed him but he won as the title yeah, yeah. so I, so these are few channels who kind of take fifa very serious and uh, yes uh, we uh, talking about the agenda thing uh, it's uh, it's bad when it uh, usually is about uh, players we haven't watched you know like uh, we started watching football quite late because uh, but uh, the players we haven't watched on a daily basis like uh, kaka or you know players like them when people start tweeting about them we as fans don't know a lot we just you know assume uh, stuff about them and usually when it's negative it's bad for the player and it's bad for the fans because it uh, changes our opinion about the player and even though he's a legend we start to consider that maybe he's a fraud or stuff like that because we judge them on the basis of their stats and most players uh, from that era don't have as many goals or assists it was more about the team play during back yeah, back then that and that's what happened we, we talked about this uh, two two episodes back i think that how uh, people still the uh, stefano and puskas were like no doubt they were one of the best players football ever had and they, they are uh the greatest yeah they are legends but are legends. when people argue the the people who haven't even seen them play or yeah, haven't actually seen them at all they argue that you know cristiano ronaldo is not uh, our best player not real madrid's best player they are stefano and puskas are the best players and i'm not against i'm not saying ronaldo is the best player by far in real madrid but they fail to consider in that because they have seen the posts and they have seen you know other social medias promoting that ronaldo is the best because stefano and they they were all there and uh, social media uh, when uh, when uh, stuff like this happens uh, like a player performs uh, badly in a game some uh, this gives rise to a lot of racism and criticism because it's easier to hide behind social media than in real life so uh, an incident had uh, happened last year uh where uh, yeah, yeah. you know isha gupta the act, uh, she's an arsenal fan and uh, there was some game i don't remember and alex ivobi had performed very badly during that game so she had uh, posted a screenshot online on uh, i don't remember the app but it was with it was between her and her friend and they were discussing about uh, the game and she had said that evobi you know she had uh, used some racial terms she had said he's a monkey and you know he shouldn't play for arsenal he shit and stuff like that uh, she later apologized but it's bad like you when you are a famous person like this when famous personalities do s- such sort of thing it just promotes uh, such type of behavior and then other people start doing it, and, it as uh, well. exactly even uh, how, what happened with uh, edward wood i think uh, fans went and you know uh, they sort of attacked his house uh, yeah, yeah uh, they yeah. burnt uh, so they tried to burn obviously so that's that the people get influenced by that this is mostly due to social media because uh, people tweet a lot against edward wood earlier this was not the case because uh, they just uh, used to go to the stadium and watch games but nowadays it's more active on twitter during games and uh, when you uh, feed things like this into people's brains it affects them and 
they take some extreme yeah, measures and, that uh, they shouldn't and uh, we even see uh, whenever a club uh, is rumored to sign a player the fans uh, start making you know uh, compilations of that player and posted on youtube like uh, welcome to arsenal mm-hmm. welcome to united uh, sancho etc and it doesn't actually tell you anything in particular about the players but it just hypes you for him because uh, they've obviously included his best moments in that video so it just you know it just gives you false hopes and when it doesn't turn out to be what you had expected yes, yes, you become disappointed which is another uh, earlier this was not the case because you didn't used to read in the newspaper that uh, your club has signed this player etc but now due to social media we come to know beforehand and we just indirectly put a lot yeah. of pressure <laughs> and, on that uh, player we can actually uh, look we can actually put some uh, uh, incredible pass of a player yeah, in a game which he has been completely disappointed and you know people wouldn't know so obviously you you cannot ag- actually know how the player is performing by just 10 minutes highlights so, you know so that's why again you, uh, you Yeah, those who those who judge players based on stats yeah, are the ones who don't games, watch the games. Yeah, you have to watch a, a dull game where uh, you know if if it's Real Madrid, if you are talking about, you have to watch Real Madrid versus A Bar and how that players perform, and you have to watch. Yeah, you just uh, can't judge a player based on uh, Real Madrid versus if the player performs in a Real Madrid versus Barcelona game, you just assume he's a good player, but. we don't watch the game after that when they play a lower uh, lower team and yeah. how that player performs so, against yeah. them and um, after talking to pius the last episode and we got to know about uh, a lot of uh, what yes. a player goes through and you know when we see that that even before a match you have to train and you have to uh, follow a diet you uh, there's a lot of things going on so just because again if a game has gone uh, not the way you wanted it to be and players having quite performed you can criticize them obviously we are not saying don't criticize them you can criticize them but you cannot personally attack them and say by saying he is a bad player you can say that you know uh, the tactics were wrong or you know he didn't perform he could have done that could have and that yes healthy criticism is any time good but these uh, like most of the people just abuse the players or you know make racist comments which is like yeah. not acceptable and uh, an, like the main example uh, i'd like to give is nicolas pepe for arsenal like uh, he was signed for a lot of money and fans obviously expected him to perform very good but he didn't perform up to the standard and so they just you know uh, they started comparing him to first they were comparing him to sala and then they started comparing him to daniel james which is Can't not good So yeah, uh, that's what that was it. I think. Uh, yeah, I guess we are it. going to launch a uh, show where we will tell you everything about Indian football and the way it started till now, what problems it faced, what problems it is facing, and watch it. We are going to publish it every Sunday, and it's going to be incredible. And we watch it because we are going to do a lot of research. and uh, you like love it because uh, it's about our own country it's about our uh, football so i it's, think it's a, a basic guide like, because people don't know that much about football and now even if you don't know anything about football you can still listen to it because it's going to be 
very you know basic and then it, it will turn into some you know complicated things where you can actually now you know you can uh, connect to it by knowing what has happened what has not yes if you just want to learn about the history of uh, indian football and how it started how it evolved how it peaked and then how the downfall of it you would uh, you should listen to it because it's quite yeah. and interesting last thing, how all of that uh, cricket is a huge game and cricket affects lot of our lives and football is a game which is coming very close to cricket right now it's still by it's you know there's still a huge difference but it is upcoming and uh, by the way uh, isl in its first season was the fourth fourth most watched football yes uh, i think uh, people watched it more it than seria it was just been la liga yes. i think yes yes because uh, uh, the players who had come to play yeah. like uh, i think uh, yeah. del piero was there. roberto that- carlos yeah that's it uh, this was another fun episode obviously uh, and we will come back because it's going to be very interesting when uh, arsenal yeah after the yes yeah, it's arsenal so predict this predicted no this this predict spurs united and everton liverpool i go 2-1 arsenal i go 1-0 united and i go uh, 3-0 liverpool okay uh, i'll go 4-1 manchester city 3-1 united and uh, i can't quite predict the everton liverpool oh, game but yes, i'd like nice. to go to what okay. to everton so uh, yeah it, it's a good, it's been a good episode bye bye folks